Welcome to the Health Made Simple Community Podcast. My name is Casey Kiro, and my goal and philosophy is to try to make health simple again. As we have progressed in the nutrition world and just exercise world, things have gotten so complicated, right? And so I want to make things really easy so that you can take these tools and information and tips and take them with you and literally start using them the next day. Today's episode is all about that. I walk you through my three-step process to help you begin any type of weight loss, physique change, any type of muscle building. It's a three-step process that I work through with all of my clients and I walk you through that. So those are things that you could take away with you today. I hope you enjoy. Today, I wanna walk you through my three-step system in order to begin feeling stronger, starting to lose inches. Maybe you do want to lose a little bit of weight. I don't always like to throw that term out there, but yes, weight loss is included. If you just want to start feeling more confident um, and getting the the toned look that a lot of women are looking for. Now, a quick recap on the word tone. Remember, tone also means build muscle. Okay. So toning, it was a word that was made up in the marketing world. If you still use the word, that is completely fine. I won't get upset about it, but toning means muscle. So if you want to tone up, that means you want to add muscle. I think sometimes we kind of confuse the two, but it really is the exact same thing. So anyway, there's a three-step process that I work through with my clients and things that you can start implementing as well today. One other benefit, remember, think about this ladies is we have a tendency to be higher stress individuals. Unfortunately, that's our genetic component in makeup. And so we have to really combat that stress that gets added onto us from just general house taker roles to being a child. If we have kids, if we work a full-time job, if we just have additional, a lot of roles that we, we have, I should say women have a lot of hats that we wear throughout the day. I know I do. Um, I'm sure you wear a lot of different hats throughout the day, depending on what time of day, correct? And when we start throwing in these just uh, group X style, like high intensity CrossFit, I know not everybody does CrossFit, but just these very high intensity style workouts. I even want to throw a boot camp. There are boot camps that are out there. And what has happened, I think, is we have been ingrained just as people, this I just I'm, I'll get back to the stress aspect here in a second. Is we have been ingrained that our workouts need to be hardcore. If we if we leave exhausted, that was a great workout. And I have been guilty. I was guilty for this for years. I did all of these exercises because that's how I was brought up. I was an athlete. I was meant. I was always was drilled in my brain that things needed to be hardcore. And I feel like that's what we see. We see it in movies. We see it on TV. We get these really hardcore sweaty workouts because that's what it's supposed to be. But in reality, if we are more high stress individuals and just our lifestyle and avail like the time that we can set aside to exercise, we actually need to do less. Uh, best quote I'd heard recently is less is more. And it is so true. And so when we start adding on those high intense exercises onto just like our day-to-day stress, it's actually not even helping us. And so this is why I promote strength training so much. And stress could be a whole nother, I've actually interviewed what somebody a couple weeks ago, and we talked a lot about the stress and the cortisol and what that does. And so why strength training is so um, beneficial for this. And guess what? The workouts are easier. We don't get as sweaty. I'm telling you, you don't really have to shower all the time. Maybe if you're exercising outside, it does get a little hot. But I'm telling you, strength training becomes so superior. And guess what? So step one, let's dive into the steps that I that I work through is getting a consistent strength training program two to three times a week. That is it. Can you commit two days a week, 30 
40, 60 minutes. It doesn't even have to be an hour. I'll, I'll give you a 30 minute workout. You can get a great workout in 30 minutes, even 20. If we can drop it to 20, we can get those. We can get a phenomenal strength training exercise workout in 20 minutes as well. We just have to really be mindful of what exercises get prescribed. Anyway, that could be a side note is I prescribe my clients to strength train two to three times a week, step one. And step one is to build muscle. I want my clients to focus on building muscle. I do not have my clients track calories. I do not dive into that. I am not worried about what their calorie consumption is at the current moment. All I want them to do is work on building muscles. Muscle, yeah, muscles. Um, within a three month period, the three months are kind of the first, um, novice, especially if you're new to exercising three months is a big window that you can really increase a lot of muscle mass. And this is what we do. The other thing that's really important with the strength training program is we have to do progressive overload. And so what progressive overload means is each time you show up to the exercise, you want to try to challenge yourself a little bit more. Now there's going to be times that you can't, and that is, that's called being normal and being human. Just, we can't because we're, we're still, we're, our muscles just aren't quite ready yet. Our body's not ready yet. Maybe we really had a crappy night of sleep and we're not ready to, to implement that type of effort. And that is fine. So there's all those variables that go into that, but progressive overload means that you are attempting each workout to challenge yourself even more. So this is why my workouts that I prescribe are in four week windows. And so let's do a two time a week training. So every Tuesday, workout is the same for four weeks. And so say one of the exercises on Tuesday is bicep curls and you did 10 pounds. Then the next week, I'm going to have you try 10 pounds again on bicep curls. Do those, are those hard? Are they challenging? Are they maybe in the middle? Can we attempt to go up? Those are all the questions I ask every single client. And that's how you progressively overload. And then you, then if you can, and you can't, then you do, you either go up and wait or you don't, depending if you can. Um, and you do this for four weeks on all the exercises, bicep curls, everybody just knows what they are. And then Tuesday, or sorry, Thursday is the exact same exercises as well. So every Thursday for four weeks, they have the same exercises. And then I give a whole new routine after the next four weeks. And so this is progressive overload. This is how we give enough stimulus to your body in order for it to build muscle. So phase one, build muscle, strength train two to three times a week. Phase two, reduce processed foods and increase protein intake. I will say that again, phase two, reduce processed foods and increase protein take. So processed foods, what are those? Let's kind of do a quick definition is one, I will include the frequency of eating out processed foods. We don't know what all the ingredients and what oils and all that stuff that's going into eating out. So unfortunately, when we eat out, I put that in the reduce in the processed food category, <laughs> Probably depending on some restaurant, there will, of course, there's always going to be some exceptions out there. Um, how much foods are you cooking out of a box at home? That's obviously depending on your processed foods. Um, and then obviously protein intake is we just got to monitor protein and start adding more protein into our diet. So if you reduce processed foods and eating out and increase your protein intake, that is the first dietary steps that I take with my clients. I will not do necessarily all three at the same time. So usually I work on protein intake, then we reduce processed foods and eating out, and then that's kind of the steps that we take. So if you're still consistently strength training and then we start working on the food aspect, this is, if you notice, there's no calorie counting quite yet. <laughs> this is what I track and clients see success all the time with this. Now, if you feel like there's some type of plateau, then maybe there is going to be some tracking that has to happen as well, depending on the individual. Dep Once again, this, this is why things become so individualized is 
If you truly are reducing your, your processed foods and you're really increasing your protein intake, then you should be okay without having to actually track your calories. But if you don't feel like you have enough knowledge or understanding, then tracking calories is something that I will do in those categories just to make sure we know, once again, I'm utilizing this information so we know what to do next. One other quick other thing that I have prescribed to clients before, especially when it comes to eating out, I highly encourage you to get a calendar some type of calendar and track the frequency that you are eating out. I had a a client right now, we've been doing this. She's like, oh my gosh, we were eating out four or five times a week. And you need to track, are you eating breakfast out, lunch out, and dinner? Is it one meal a day? Is it two meals a day? Keep a log, track it for like two weeks to see your frequency of eating out. And just by switch, if you were, say you're someone that loves to eat out and when you do cook at home, it's pretty minimal process, you know, minimal boxed foods or whatever. If you just reduced your eating out to twice a week, you will see a massive change and just, you'll reduce the calories just by cooking at home versus eating out. And I would say that's probably the majority of people is more people probably eat out than they are cooking quote unquote bad at home. If that makes sense. So track the amount that you are eating out because like I said, that adds so many extra calories that we don't even know what's going into the food that's eating out, unfortunately. If you notice what I said, still eat out. I'm not telling you to not eat out, but we need to reduce the frequency and aim honestly anywhere from two to three times a week. Two would be ideal. Three's all right. Give yourself some wiggle room, right? (laughs) Okay. Now the third and final step is track your steps. If you've been following me on social media, this has been like the topic of the week is my step tracking. Um, But yes, the amount that your body just moves, your your day-to-day movement plays such a significant role in your success for changing your physique, for weight loss, for building muscle and losing fat and all of those things. Our bodies need to move more than the amount of hours that we put into the gym. So think about it this way. If you're only training two times a week, Maybe it's like 60 minutes, maybe it's an hour, maybe it's less. And if you go back and you sit for the rest of the day, nothing will happen. Okay. I mean, yes, you might build a little bit of muscle and then your body's going to plateau after a little bit and then nothing else is going to happen. So we need to start moving. The steps need to be increased. So I do track my client's steps. And if you have not tracked your steps yet, I highly encourage you to track them. And you do not have to have a Fitbit or an Apple Watch to track your steps. Now, if you do, great. If you already got one, fantastic. Um, Quick backstory. I did this. I like to tell the story. Um, When I was was working a desk job, um, I was strength training three times a week for like an hour during my lunch break. That was my workouts. Um, And I started to gain weight during this process. (laughs) But in my head, I'm working out. I'm lifting weights. I'm eating protein. I'm doing great. Obviously I was not, I was still overeating for the amount of movement I was not incorporating. And so what happened was I had hired a coach at this time, um, to just, I I never hired a, this was the first time I ever hired a trainer for myself. I just, I felt like I needed to hire one (laughs) and he's like, are you tracking your steps? And I was like, eh, not really. He's like, go buy a step tracker and start tracking your steps. And I was like, okay, okay. So (laughs) I said, I went on Amazon. I bought a $20 step tracker because I didn't have an Apple watch or anything at this time. Got one and I started tracking. I was averaging like five, maybe five to 6,000 steps a day. That was it. He's like, yep, that's the problem. (laughs) So the best piece of advice he told me, and I tell my clients this still today, and it's advice that I follow for myself as well. 
Remember, I will never prescribe anything to my clients or tell them anything unless I do it myself. I was just telling someone earlier, I am the guinea pig for things before I prescribe anything to anybody else, first of all. (laughs) So um, what I started doing or what he told me was on your exercise days, I want you to get at least 7,000 steps on the exercise days. So the days that I was lifting for an hour in the gym, I still made sure an effort to get 7,000 steps. He's like, on your non-exercise days, you need to be getting 8,000 plus. Now, this is just kind of my, what my current activity level was. So we went off my baseline, we used the information from that 5,000, and then we increased it from there. I stick to this step rule still today for myself. It's something I, I have loved. I, anyway, by doing this, I actually lost weight. And all I did was add more steps. Within a three-month period, I lost probably like five to seven pounds. It was pretty crazy. Um, and I didn't really change my diet a whole lot either. So anyway, this is why these three steps are so, are very simple steps to start implementing if you were looking for all these changes. So like I said, first one, we got to build muscle. So we're going to strength train two to three times a week, full body workouts. Second one, reduce processed foods, eating out and add more protein. And the last one is tracking steps and start monitoring those. And maybe we need to add a little bit more movement. If you stick with those three things, you are going to be golden for three steps just to start feeling to start getting that weight loss, change your physique, build muscle, that confidence, like all the stuff that you are looking for. Those are the three steps. That is it. So if you have any questions on this process, of course, never hesitate to reach out. You can find me at caseykiro.com or my Instagram, casey.kiro. Um, and you can reach out with any questions. I just want to, uh, like I said, continue to help give you the resources and the tools to help you better your health. I hope you have a fantastic day.